I'm here with Ben. And I'm here with Ben. And we got Coos in the studio. Hi. And we got Mikey in the back. And this is the, the Ben and Ben Show. This week on the podcast, we got some new singles for you. Then we'll have a Coos review of the new Adele album. Then we'll go into our own review. So the first single we have this week is 2011 from 5 Seconds of Summer. It's got like a pop rock vibe to it, I guess. It's like celebrating the 10 year anniversary of the band like existing, I guess. What do you think about this band? It definitely sounds like it's from 2011. Yep. <laughs> Very basic instruments just all around. I'm not I'm never really been a fan of the lead singers singing and the lyrics are pretty basic. So I wasn't really a big fan of the song. Yeah, I thought I thought the melody they have was like catchy. It wasn't like too notable though. It was just you know a catchy melody. Like you said, it feels like it's from 2011, which you know might be intentional. Yeah, I think it's intentional. Well, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's intentional, yeah. but like it doesn't really do the song just like it doesn't do it. It doesn't any do it any. Yeah, it doesn't do any favors. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, not much to note. I give it a six out of ten. I gave it a four point five out of ten. Yikes. Next song is Wandering to LA by Juice World and Justin Bieber. Got a really basic trap beat throughout the whole thing. Juice is pretty good on this. Yeah, um, I, I thought he was decent. Yeah. But when Justin comes in, the, just the auto-tune, I don't really like uh, Justin Bieber singing on this. Hmm. What'd you think of it? I didn't notice it that bad, like that much. Yeah. I didn't think it really took away from the song at all. I think, you know, both of them, both Justin Bieber and Juice World on here are, are solid. It's kind of cool to have, like, you know, a song come out this late mm-hmm. after. But I think the bass throughout is kind of cool, like, but it's, it's like, it's nothing special. No. I gave it a, like, a 7 out of 10. I gave this a 5.5 out of 10. I just wasn't totally enamored. There wasn't really a whole lot going on here. Yeah, and I, I get that. really like Justin's part on it. All right, next up we have Merry Christmas by Elton John and Ed Sheeran. And it sounds to me like Ed Sheeran was trying to write a classic Christmas song mm-hmm. and just kind of missed the mark. It, it... If he was trying to write the cla- a classic Christmas song, the song he's trying to write has already been written. Yes. Many times. Like yes. every standard Christmas trope is already here. Like bells in the background, the way everything about this song has already been done in a Christmas song. Yeah, that would not make this super memorable. Besides the fact that it's made by Ed Sheeran and Elton John. And honestly, Elton John being on it doesn't really do much. No, it doesn't. It's, it's kind of just, it's just there. Which I, I gave it a five out of ten. I also gave this a five out of ten. Yeah, it's not like hard. It's not bad to listen to, but it's also not good. It's not put me in the Christmas spirit. No. Puts me into I want to strangle Ed Sheeran's spirit. Not really. We can cut that out. I don't want to strangle Ed Sheeran. Anyways. <laughs> Next up is Just Look Up by Ariana Grande and Kid Cootie. Really like Kid Cootie. And there's really good vocals from Ariana. An okay beat, but doesn't really take away from the song too much. Mm-hmm. The bass can be a little much, but that's not a big deal. Uh, when Cootie comes in, <laughs> when Kid Cootie comes in, 
I really liked his verse. The only thing about this song is I'm, I'm watching the lyrics, um, reading along as the song goes by, and I'm like, these are some really fucked up lyrics. There's at one point in the song where it goes, Turn off that shitbox news, cause you're about to die soon, everybody. And I was like, whoa, that's a weird line from Ariana Grande. <laughs> and then I, I, uh, I looked at the trailer, cause this song is from the new Netflix movie, Don't Look Up. And that has a stacked cast. Yeah, that has a, you know, not going too far into that, but there's a lot of people going into this movie. Mm-hmm. I looked at the trailer and I realized the movie is about a meteor or comet that's heading right for Earth. And the joke of, of the movie is basically nobody except these two astronomers are taking it seriously. And I guess that's what the song is playing into. Yeah. Like, I, when I was first listening to it, first verse, I was like, oh, great. Just coming off the heels of Merry Christmas, I was like, oh, great. It's more cheesy ballad. Like, okay. That's, that's enough. But then, you know, it kind of, which I, it's the point of the song. It's yeah. like kind of satire where it's like switching into like, we're no, all going to die. Lord. We're all going to die. Like, listen to scientists, I guess. It's kind of very, I don't, don't want to make it political, but it's a very liberal song where it's like, hey, don't listen to Fox News. Like, that's one line. It's like, turn off Fox News, which is obviously turn off Fox, like, it's a direct reference. We can, uh, yeah. Well, it's, no, that is what the song is saying. It's saying, turn off Fox News, which is a, you know, yes. parallels to Fox News. So, yeah, it is very much of a satire song, which is, it's interesting coming from Ariana Grande um, in Kid Cootie, because, like, going into this, I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah, But I was either. pleasantly surprised just at the comedic effect of, like, just the rest of the song and yeah. how... Well, I think this is going to fit into the rest of the movie. And overall, it does, it, it sounds pretty good. Like, yeah, yeah. Both of them do pretty well on this. Yeah. I gave this a 7 out of 10. I gave it a 6 out of 10. I was just kind of confused the entire yeah, time. Yeah, I was pretty <laughs> confused. I was pretty confused. But like you said, I'm sure it fits into the movie a lot better than just a standalone song. But. Just look Next up, we have Crisis by Joshua Bassett, co-star of, you know, High School Musical, the musical, the series, co-star with uh, Olivia Rodrigo. And this this touches upon some of that drama, you know, kind of kind of calls her out for it, not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's weird, because he's like, I don't want to write this song, but my label is making me. Like, that's like... The first, he's like, is my label said to never waste a crisis, and here I am, guitar in my hand, in the middle of one, and honestly, I didn't want to write this, don't know if I can, still holding back, still want to run. But, so basically, he's like, hey, you said some things about me, like, it's kind of not cool. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which, I mean, I feel like, if it were coming out in the middle of, I don't want to get too much into the drama, but like, if if it were coming out, like, right after Sour came out from Olivia Rodrigo, that'd be a little different. But since it's later, I feel like it's more its more grounded, it's more, like, real. And it makes you feel for him, because, like, he was getting, like, death threats from... Which is totally not cool, no matter, like, what. Yeah, so... But, the song itself, I actually was very impressed with. Mm-hmm. You know, I really liked the, like, the grounded feel of it just throughout. The vocals are very good. I agree that uh, he plays the guitar very nicely. It's mainly just him and his guitar. Yeah. 
Uh, his vocals are very nice, and not much else to add on to that. I gave it a 7.5 out of 10. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Yeah, it's very good. Well, those are our singles for this week. We're now going to move into our review of the Adele album 30, starting with our Coos review. Hello, this is Eli coming at you with another Coos Review. This week's album, as we probably already have told you, is 30 by Adele. The image is her side profile with a background, it's kind of smoky, it's sort of green. Uh, really not much to say about this image, it's just like the other albums Adele has done, it's her, it's her face. The only really noteworthy thing is that it's the first time she's done a side profile. It's pretty good composition, not a bad photo. Otherwise, not much to say. I'd give this a 6 out of 10. Yeah, back to the show. Taking flowers to the cemetery of my heart. This week's album is Adele's 30. It is about 58 minutes long, 12 songs. It, this is basically Adele's divorce album. She said after her album before this, 25, that she wasn't going to do any more albums. And now has come out with this. I'm just excited for when we see Adele 57. Um, but, you know... Having a album based around, like, splitting up is nothing new. I mean, you know, Olivia Rodrigo and Sour kind of was pretty big earlier this year. But I think people are excited to see Adele's take on it because of, one, people really like her voice. And uh, her voice has this ability to move people. And with such a moving topic, I, I think people were interested to see what could happen with this. And so was I. And, you know, I think Ben and I both have mixed feelings on how this album kind of turned out. So let's get into that. Um, starting with the opening track, Strangers by Nature. See, this is gonna, this is gonna deceive you, right? Mm -hmm. But I thought that the first Strangers by Nature, I think was very, very good. Yep. I thought that it gave a great opening to the album. It kind of like, it feels like an opening to a movie almost, where it's, she's setting up what the what the album's gonna be about which you know openers that's what they're supposed to do and i think she does it really well here it just it has this grand sound with like the it has like bells and like strings like swooping instrumentals yeah. yeah i think it just does a great job of opening the album yep i agree the opening verse especially i think and the lyrics in this kind of set up the situation like you said mm -hmm. where we are so I thought that was kind of cool i gave this an 8 out of 10. same i think this is my favorite uh track off the album and it only goes downhill from here. Yeah, I'd say favorite new track for me, which leads to my yeah, favorite yeah. track, Easy On Me, which we reviewed earlier on the Ben and Ben show a couple weeks back. And it's just, you know, piano and bass here, pretty much just with Adele singing. It's very solid throughout. Really like the bass on here. It's, it's heartfelt, it's catchy. I agree, kind of going back to what we said almost a month ago now. This kind of sounds like what Adele would just normally puts out, but I think her singing on here is very nice. 
bass piano, like Ben said. And I could see why she put this out as the yes, single. Because sure. it sounds def it definitely sounds the strongest as a single. Um, and I gave this a 7.5 out of 10. I thought this was a very strong song as well. I gave this an 8 out of 10. The third song, My Little Love, it, it's, it feels more like a meditation than more a song, you know? Yeah. Because it's six and a half minutes long, and about half the song is taken up with these, like, audio diary things. Yeah, like voice recordings. With her, with her son. Yeah. And it's very interesting, because, and I'll, I'm no parent, but... <laughs> I would feel very concerned if I was like if my mother if my mother was telling me about how hungover she was and like depressed she was like that's a lot to put on me mom yeah I don't know like I'm the, like I'm the one I'm in no position to judge how other people's parent but, but I don't know and I mean I don't the song itself I think is solid mm -hmm. but when you add all of the all of the voice recordings. I, c I could deal with the, the first couple ones where she's like, she's talking to her son. It's like, you know, he's saying like, I love you a million percent. Like that's, I get that. That's cool, like little things here and there, that works. But then when it goes to the final, final, like the outro of the song, and it's just this long audio recording of her like sobbing. I get that she wants to share her experience with us. She like wants to express what she was going through. But we also don't need to have like a minute of her talking about how she's hungover and to paranoid. And, no less. Yeah. Well, I also don't know if that last audio clip is necessarily to her son. Like, I get the way that the song I, yeah. is set up. It seems like it would be, but I feel like like part of me wants to believe that's not. I feel yeah, like I, I would weird. like to believe that it's not. But there, it's never like clearly cut from like one audio recording to another yeah so i don't know yeah and she's it always seems like she's addressing another person yeah so it's so, i personally i, I want to i'm gonna assume that it's yeah. too. I, the way that it seems like if she's she's almost like talking to like a therapist or someone or like or a close friend it where it it's a more mature topic more mature conversation than what she would hopefully have with her son who's apparently like really young so yeah i don't know it's but interesting. I gave this song a 6 out of 10. I gave it a 6 out of 10 as well. Oh, we're like... We're on sync. We're on sync. Alright, next song is Cry Your Heart Out, which I actually think is... It might be the most upbeat mm -hmm. song on the album, even though it's, you know, the, the topic of the song isn't upbeat. Yeah. But it's... It's weird. It's... Yeah, and I, I get that she, like there needs to be some you know, diversity of songs on here. So it makes sense that it's an upbeat song with, you know, more serious lyrics still. But I think it has a pretty like groovy feel to it with the piano and like the, the vocal distortion that they use. I actually like it on here. Yeah. But there'll be times on the later in the album where they use vocal distortion and I do not like it at all. But here, I think it works. I really like the song actually. I, I like the vocal, the vocalization on all of this as well. The lyrics are pretty depressing, as yeah. um, my skin is paper thin, is not very like, I don't know, it doesn't well, really set, like, it does like a groovy like, well doo -doo 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 -doo. and it doesn't like set you yourself up to be like very self-confident, does does it, you know, like, I don't know, I don't feel like, as, a, as an album where she's like dumping her heart and soul onto this, 
I feel like she dumped a lot of heavy inner thoughts onto this song. Yes. And then, but then just like <laughs> set the metronome to like 200 and was like, let's do this. Like, <laughs> let's go into the studio. Like, <laughs> um, but I, I gave this a 6.5 out of 10. I gave it an 8 out of 10. I like the song. Nice. Even despite the depressing <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> uh, next song, Oh My God. The chorus is good and it's mm-hmm. very raw. I like and, that. Yeah, ro- rocky and raw. Um, instruments are also good. The verse, like, that she has are okay, you know, it's just, she, she's very good at singing once again, but the lyrics are just, again, like, just very sad, down in the dumps. Which, I mean, this is an Adele album, we're not really expecting too much other than that, but, like, it's still, as you said, it's like... But this song is about being dependent on, like, this relationship. I'm assuming that it's, like, the one with her husband. Yeah. But otherwise... I thought this song was sound-wise was pretty okay. You know, I just kind of tune out the lyrics if I want to feel happy. But like, <laughs> that's what I do with the last song. <laughs> yeah, just cry your heart out. But but, um, it, but if you want to like learn something about how she's been like feeling and you know oh, yeah. experience a story, then I think definitely listen to the lyrics. Because granted, as sad as they are, it's pretty good songwriting. Like, yeah, uh, pretty good uh, storytelling and all that. So. Yeah, it works. I think it works in two ways, where it's like. Yeah, it's a catchy song, but then also if you like take it a step further and actually listen to the lyrics, another side of it is shown. So I thought I thought it was a good song. The, the here's where I'm talking about those backup vocals. I, there's weird like distorted vocals on here, like in the background, that I I don't really like that much. I and she uses it throughout. I don't know. wasn't a huge fan of that, but I think it's pretty catchy. The lyrics are good, depressing but good. I gave it a seven out of ten. I also gave it a seven out of ten. Yep. All right. Next up, we got "Can I Get It?" Right? Yep. Yeah. Good. There's guitar on here, and I really like that. The melody, though, that she's singing, I think it's kind of just—it's—it's it's not amazing. Sounds royalty-free. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's whistles in here that there, that sounds like a song that I just can't like put my finger on it, but it sounds like probably ten other songs I've heard before. But I don't, I don't think this is this is a great song. Like the at the beginning, the drums and the guitar work together very nicely, and then the drums kind of pick it up somewhere in the song, and I think that's I like that. Yeah. But otherwise, I agree with the whistling. It's not all that great. I think the the vocals kind of take it up a notch on this song. But then then again, it, a lot of the song sounds like it could have been pulled from like a royalty-free library. Yeah, for sure. And that's why I'd give it a 6.5 out of 10. I gave it a 6 out of 10. So. Next song is the White Moms of America anthem, I Drink Wine. It kind of, like, we're kind of seeing an upturn on this, on the album's lyrics here. It, the lyrics can, can actually get kind of inspiring. Mm-hmm. Uh, the instruments are fairly basic, but that's, you know, that's okay. It goes over six minutes, yeah. which can kind of grate on the soul. The last minute of it is kind of just this recorded outro. Yep. This has, I think... It might be kids singing the backup vocals on here. I think so. What does it sound good to me? I like. I get it. They're kids, but yeah. still, I don't. If you're gonna use kids, it should still sound good. Like you can't just use kids for the sake of using kids. But I didn't have much to say about this song really, other than it kind of drags on. It's you know, it's solid overall. I guess it's like not amazing, but yeah, I give it a six out of ten. I give it a six point five out of ten. Yep. All Night Parking is the next song, and the piano on here is actually really, really fantastic. 
it's kind of just all over the place throughout the entire song which you know goes well with the beat i'd say it has weird backup vocals on here again which sound pretty nasally but other than that i did think uh, the back the backup vocals kind of caught me on this one too just, i think this is the only song where they caught me like that the pianist on the song is errol garner hmm. and uh, yeah he's a pretty good pianist yeah Otherwise, it's just an interlude for the album. Yeah. And it's kind of getting you ready for this last leg of the album, which we're about to get into right now. Um, but before that, I, I gave this a, a 7.5 out of 10. It's just a simple kind of interlude for the album. Yeah, I gave it a 7 out of 10. I thought it was, it was good. The last four songs all kind of followed, for me, the same formula. They are Women Like Me, Hold On, To Be Loved, and Love Is A Game. Like, they're all, they're all sad. They're Adele, like, spewing into the, into the mic about how shit things have been. Yep. They all follow the same formula of starting slow and melodic. Yep. They slowly build up to, like, this grand, like, chorus at the end. And then it's rinse and, pretty much rinse and repeat for four songs. Yeah. The, the first one of the four is five minutes. The last three are six minutes. And the last two are almost, uh, you know almost seven minutes yeah but. i will say a woman like me and to be loved those are those are pretty grounded in that like it sounds like they could have just been hey we're gonna sit down we're gonna record a song mm -hmm. here we go yep and they kind of just come up with ideas on the spot even where it's just like we're gonna do this we're gonna write this we're gonna sing about you know whatever i want to because to be loved it, it's just her and i don't know if she's playing piano or if it's, you know, she's being accompanied. Mm -hmm. But it's just her and piano for the whole, like, seven minutes. And I, you know, love piano, love the instrument, love Adele. Her voice is great. But seven minutes of just that and it not really going anywhere kind of kind of drags on for me. I tried an experiment with this song where I, I went from, like, the beginning of the song and then skipped to, like, five minutes in. And, and I could barely tell yeah, that I skipped. It sounds the exact same. Yeah. Where with the other, the other of these four... You, you can tell, that, yeah. Those build a little bit more than than to be loved does, and obviously to be loved it has you know very real lyrics. She's you know great storyteller still, but at some point, you know, especially the second to last song on the album, at some point it's just you've had enough. You're ready to move on to a new idea, which you know just isn't there. Yeah, a lot of these songs feel like they could have been condensed down into a three-minute song. The only reason they weren't is just because. She had too many like lyrics that she wanted to fit in. Yeah. And yeah, this last leg of the album, as someone who isn't totally enamored with Adele's voice, I just kind of wanted this to end. And so by the end, I was, yeah, I was just feeling a little done with this. Yeah, yeah I think I, I would agree. I think for one of my like review notes, I just wrote, oh my god, it's seven minutes again. Yeah. <laughs> But. Yeah, I was listening to this like the day it came out, and then it was like, cause it, or like the night it came out, and I just stopped. I was like, these last four songs are all six, it's seven minute long. I just can't right now. I'm going to bed. But it's, I will say the best thing these songs provide is good lyric writing. Yes, yes. About 24 minutes of that. I don't think is worth it. Yeah, I would probably skip these songs. Unless, you know, if, if, if you I like want... Adele's voice, then these songs are probably for you. Yeah, and maybe one, like, maybe I'd listen to one of the four, but honestly, they kind of all just mush together. It's kind of the same, like you said, same rinse and repeat. 
there's like slight differences, but overall it's pretty much the same. I'd give these like last four songs of 5.5 to 6 out of 10. Yeah, I gave each one a 6 out of 10, except for To Be Loved, I gave a 5 out of 10. I gave that one a 5 out of 10 yeah. as well. Which I feel bad, because like it still has good lyrics and good storytelling, it's just not executed well. Mm-hmm. So. Well, overall, this album, before we give our review, let's give our final thoughts on yeah. this album as a whole. Lyrics, I think, I'm mixed. I'm, Overall on this album, I'm pretty torn. Like, I'm half and half on whether this is a good album or a bad album. I think when it comes to lyrics, you have, like, good lyric writing and storytelling, but it's just kind of, you get a lot of, like, self-assuring, self-indulging lyrics as mixed in there, because this is almost like her therapy album, where she just yes. dumped a lot of stuff in there. And with that, you got, like, a bunch of just, like, kind of questionable kind of not really even relatable even if i think you're in the situation yeah lyrics i don't know i it has adele's got me torn yeah on on a lot of this i will say this album feels a lot like it's for her more than it is for like her fans which obviously that's that's respectable that's that's okay yeah but just as as a fan or a listener not necessarily an adult fan but as a listener, it doesn't it doesn't really give me too much. Obviously, not much to relate to since, like, obviously you could apply it to other situations. But we're we're mm-hmm. teenagers. We have been divorced, but or have kids. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's just when it comes to the actual music, like yeah, you can make an album for yourself, but still have the music be good. But yeah. here the music just isn't all that and good like, throughout. It's if it's all for her, that's totally totally okay. But it's, it's kind of obvious that it's what she needed to do at the time. She even said that after her last album that she'd be done. So it was clear that she needed to write this. She felt compelled to. And that's why she put it out. But it just it feels she could have done more for her fans, I guess, in a weird way. I, it's, it's hard because obviously she's going through stuff and wants to express that. But also at the same time... As an artist, you should. There should be a part of you trying to please your fans as well. I don't. I don't know. I feel like you. There's a hard balance. You could. You should be trying to make good music. I don't know. Yeah. End of the day, I think a lot of these songs are pretty good on their own. They don't come together to make a very good album. No. There are some really good songs here. A little bit of a train wreck at the end. (laughs) I'd rather just read a poem. Overall, I don't know. Ben, you got anything else to say about this? Uh. What I, what I will say is about the album cover and the title, which Eli obviously already talked about, but I don't like how she just names it after her age, right? That's really? what, because I get that it's like, oh, this is when I wrote it, this is when I released it, this is what I'm going to have as the title. But I also feel like it's just kind of, I don't want to say lazy, but I do. Because I feel like titles of albums gives you so much creative freedom to like give an idea as to what this is about. And with Adele's albums, with the ages, it's like, sure, you could argue that it's like, oh, different stages in life have different, you know, albums that could fit for them, I guess. I don't know. But I, I feel like with the album cover and title, I feel like kind of lackluster. I don't know if you have a take on that or not. But. I guess my take on that is I don't mind her naming scheme for her albums. I feel like a lot of artists have in the past and now have 
like a naming scheme for the albums. Uh, like Led Zeppelin did Roman numerals up into a point. Ed Sheeran does math equations. So if we did have Ed Sheeran and Adele collab, we would have an equation on our hands. Oh! <laughs> so I don't. I I think it's if it, it can be kind of like it can be made into a staple like of your of your brand. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. It also it it doesn't really detract anything from the album like at all it's not like i went into this going oh she named it after her age again i'm gonna hate it but it i don't know i don't know it, it feels like there could have been there could be more creative creative ambition okay anyways other than that i don't really have anything other to say i gave this a 6.5 out of 10 i gave it a 6 out of 10 all right well thank you for tuning in to this episode of the ben and ben show i don't know whether to say anything about the fact that this episode was hectic to make had two special guests <laughs> get pulled in the opposite <laughs> direction. So that's why we're alone on this episode. Yes. But that's but, okay. But we stay tuned through. for uh, next we got episode. It. Oh my god. Dude, oh, you're episode. gonna love it. This has been The Ben and Bed Show. See you next episode. Peace. Strange.